So welcome to episode 78 of Jez and Friends. Today's special guest is Ellie, who is my coach and also from Melbourne Uni Athletics Club. So how's it going, Ellie? It's good. It's very exciting to be on podcast. <laughs> Never been on a podcast before. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> so it's time. So yeah, it should be fun. And we've had Greg on, so Ellie's partner. Yes. And, yeah. you know, he's revealed some some stuff about the 90s which I was you know very <laughs> fond about so yeah. I'm sure you'll review a bit more as well so hopefully. yeah hopefully um I guess we always start with like the running journey and your running journey is um yeah amazing I spoke to you about this a few months ago but do you want to tell us about your running journey and how it began yeah absolutely um so I guess I've always been into running a little bit like I did it in primary school and high school but just sort of throughout the season, never training properly, never training with a club or whatever, just kind of did it when the school backs came up and loved it. Um, and then when I finished school, I sort of didn't realise that you could train with a club and that was a thing that existed. So I stopped running for quite a while, um, maybe just going for the odd jog to kind of keep fit, but nothing, nothing serious. And then in maybe 2018 or 2019, a friend introduced me to parkrun and I went along to parkrun and it was just like so much fun and I was so excited that this whole thing existed and it just felt exactly the same as school cross country Um, and it was really cool and then from that started to get back into running and then a friend um, a friend said let's join an athletics club and then we started running with Melbourne Uni Athletics Club and he very quickly dropped out after a couple of sessions (laughs) but I just completely fell in love with it um, and trained with the development squad which is where you're training at the moment for a year um, and then started training with Tony Brain in the other distance one of the other distance squads with the club and yeah now I'm just like fully in love and committed to (laughs) running and with that obviously we had the track season previously and you medaled at states was that for 5k yeah Yeah, that was very exciting Ellie and um during like track season because I love my track Mm -hmm. um what would like a typical training week look like for you in prep for like a major event I guess typical training week um would be six days of running so Monday just easy jog Tuesday session Wednesday rest Thursday session Friday easy Saturday easy Sunday long run um and I guess those sessions would be um They'd be, one of them would be on the track and would be something, I guess, pretty fast, depending if we're tuning up for the 5K or the 1500. Um, And then generally the other session is something in Princess Park, a little bit longer, but still pretty high intensity. And how important is strength? Because I know you and the other coaches love to do a strength session after track or you know the longer workouts and some people you know leave early but we always stay and you know reap the rewards yeah i think i should also <laughs> say in, that was just the running i also oh, yeah. at least one one like hard strength day and then little kind of bits of mm. strength um throughout the week but i think strength is absolutely hugely important i think when you've been running for long enough you will yeah, undoubtedly have an injury at some point and the um, remedy from the physio is always going to be some sort of strength and exercise to work on that so I think if that's already part of your routine then you're going to 
to prevent those injuries and just yeah give you the strength that you need in order to do the running that you want to do <laughs> yeah sounds good and it's always like with our middle distance running the last kick um and that's where the strength comes in yeah, doesn't it yeah yeah especially if you're doing faster stuff like you need to be strong too right it's not just about um it's not just about the endurance side it's the speed and strength side too 100 and obviously congrats to you and your partner greg i'm expecting your first child so no worries how's like the pregnancy gone like in terms of running because that adjusts like um of course so yeah, yeah. so it's had a huge impact <laughs> on running obviously yeah um so i'm 22 weeks now which is just over halfway um and basically since i found out i was pregnant it's sort of a slow kind of decrease mm. in the training load like for a while i was able to do quite a bit just maybe lessening the intensity somewhat um but that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, but also in the first trimester, I was lucky. I didn't get any morning sickness, but I did that's get great, really yeah. hectic fatigue. Mm. And so it just meant that consistency became really difficult. Um, and now I've just sort of moved on to... Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, sorry. we are. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bad, sorry. No, that's all right, yeah. Um, and now I've just started... It's more just about doing whatever I can do. So, like, going for a jog, going for a swim, having a rest if I need <laughs> to, just kind of staying active but not, not training anymore. And for now. Yeah, I'll be for back. Now. I'll be back. Yeah, and when you are back, are you goals to, like, focus on middle distance still or move up distances or, like, where does that Look, sit? like, one day I want to do a marathon. Like, I'd really like to same, get same into it. <laughs> Um, but I also think I still have so much more to do on the track and on the 1500 and the 5k especially. Um, in 2021, I went to nationals for the 15 and didn't make the finals. And so it's still like a big goal of mine to make the finals for the 1500 at nationals. So I definitely want to do that. Um, so yeah, I think post-pregnancy, I think I still want to do some fast stuff, but the marathon is also a long time. <laughs> yeah, the marathon seems interesting. And with the marathon, where would you do it? Melbourne for the first one? I think Melbourne has to be Melbourne. The first one, yep. And then I've got a dream to do the Berlin Marathon. That's where you and Greg met. Was yeah. that right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. And this one's pretty funny. So, favourite and most dreaded workout, Ellie? Yeah, two different yeah. ones. <laughs> um, look, I think my favourite workout is K reps on the track. Like, I actually just love that it's. Um, feel like you can get into a really nice rhythm. If you've got a bit of a train going, it's really <laughs> good to like use the group. Um, and I, I always think you do one lap, and then there's only one lap until there's half a lap to go. If that makes sense, because it's too yeah, and, that, yeah, and I yeah. just have that in my head, and it just works. So I just love K reps, and then most dreaded workout is definitely um, Optus Oval Mile reps. Have you done those ones? Oh yeah, you've prescribed a few of them. They're always hard. Pretty tough. You know, it's like five six minutes of effort, but for some reason, because it's a mile, you do them 
pretty fast. Yeah, always the first one is yeah, yeah where we go too hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's easy to do that one too hard and um, be c- completely cooked by the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan of a longer <laughs> workout. <laughs> I love my 400s, Ellie. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. And outside of um, your running, you also coach, as we spoke about. Um, I think I had it here, but how do you, I guess, cater for the needs of a rec runner as well as someone like, you know, myself and Jack and all my mates, you know, who want to, like, run at states and nationals and all that? It's actually, it's a good question. And it's quite a difficult thing <laughs> to do. Um, oh. And definitely something that... Um, I've been coaching with the development squad for about a year now, I can't remember. And definitely something that I've gotten better at. I think mm. we've all, all of, we share the coaching, me, Dan and Maddie and also Cassie now. Um, and I think, I think the key is actually just really knowing the athlete and having an understanding of who's in the group. So you know that what you're giving each person um, is appropriate for them. Um, and the other side of that is just having workouts available that are really adaptable mm. so that, you know, um, if you're doing Optus Oval Mile reps, you know, you've also got the kind of shorter <laughs> you yeah. can do and you've got something that, um, yeah, is adaptable for everyone. But I think it's about getting a sense of the athletes in the group, um, yeah. I wanted to talk about like your admin role in you know helping with you know special events like cross country season um the meets at the Clyde and all that um and we've got that special culture going with the distance squads we have and I guess talk us through your role in helping develop that culture in some ways cool yeah so I'm on the club committee and also this season I am co-winter manager with within the distance (laughs) that culture of community and of you know just being a really social thing as well as a competitive thing is deeply ingrained it's something that's existed far you know the club's been around for 125 years or something way before we were born Yeah, I'm very l- much looking forward to Ekiden in a few weeks' yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And wine and pizza afterwards. Oh, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not the wine and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza. Yeah, the pizza, yeah. yeah. So is that like, got a team bus going? Or? we got a team oh. bus. <laughs> yeah, you can't have wine and not have a bus. Oh, we love that. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be amazing. Be love good. that, Ellie. Um, away from running, what are some of your other hobbies we don't know about? Um, I'm going to be honest and 
running is my main hobby. Main hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's beautiful, yeah, I've yeah. run along there. Um, yeah. I do a little bit of swimming sometimes, bit of yoga, bit of Pilates, but running definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. And we spoke to Greg about this, the spotlight mm-hmm. segment, so mm-hmm. he loves his sports. I know you love your sports too, mm-hmm. so what sports are you into and the teams you follow, Ellie? Um, the number one sport I'm into is cycling. Like, I love watching the Aussie one, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome, very exciting. Um, totally pumped that the tour is coming up, Tour de France. Mm. Um, last year, Greg and I took a week off work and went on holiday so that we could watch <laughs> all six hours of every stage every day. So, um, yeah, cycling, full into it. I used to not be that into it and just thought it was like a bunch of guys riding a bike. Yeah. Like, that's not really interesting. And then Greg got me into it and kind of explained all the tactics and like... Like for the first um, cyclist and... Oh, like I've got no yeah. idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> just like things like the peloton and how Ooh, it's like yeah. faster to ride as a group and then there's the breakaway and... Um, anyway, there's all <laughs> of this interesting stuff and yeah, I love it. That's great. And you cycle as well on the side, right? Every now and then. I do. So More just like to get to work. At <laughs> meeting, but um, occasionally I'll go for a ride. Yeah, speaking of work, we love talking about careers. Um, mm. What's your career? Um, so at, I work at Melbourne Uni. Um, I am the research coordinator for the Australian Centre, which right. is a research unit in the Faculty of Arts. Um, and it's an interdisciplinary unit, research unit, or research centre, sorry. Um, but our focus is on, I guess, like Australian culture and history, but with a more critical settler colonial focus so kind of questioning um you know what is australia who is australia Mm. for when you take into account the fact that we're on sovereign indigenous lands that have been home to you know hundreds of different nations for tens of thousands of years yeah (laughs) (laughs) and right now we're on is it Wurundjeri land yeah 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 yeah, that's great yeah (laughs) um and this one you're struggling with, but hopefully you got a few now. Yeah. But uh, we're talking music, so mm-hmm. what genre and artists do you listen to, Ellie? Um, I would say I listen to a wide variety of music. Um, at the moment, I think my favourite band would have to be Einstürz und Neubauten, which is a um, uh, they're like a German industrial kind of. Mm. band that was around in like the 80s and the 90s and stuff um, and just did really like crazy kind of loud shouty <laughs> stuff but then um, have had this really long career like they're still around still making music and um, it sort of got more poppy in a way I guess but it's just super interesting and percussive and yeah I love it and is that in German or English? It's well, they sing in German and sometimes in English and sometimes in other Ooh. languages. But it's good because I can pretend I'm practicing my German yeah. when, <laughs> when I listen and sing the wrong lyrics. <laughs> made up German. Oh, we love that! Mm-hmm. And obviously, you've been to Germany before. Do you want to mm-hmm. describe Berlin? Because I'd love to go there to you know do the marathon there yeah, as well. Yeah, so, yeah. 
And how'd you meet Greg? Yeah. Yeah, what's your side of it? Um, well, so I was in Berlin on exchange. Um, and I actually did know Greg. I'd met him a couple of times before. Um, but then I guess we started hanging out a bit more in Berlin. And then he was living there. Um, and I was just there for six months, and then at the end, we were like, oh, my God, goodbye. Like, <laughs> but then Greg came back for a holiday three months later and never never went back to Berlin. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, now, funny stories. I know you might stitch Greg up here, but any funny stories um, you want to share? Go ahead. Look, I do have a funny story. It's not about Greg. I oh. have a story. Yeah, go for it. not translate to other people, but whatever, I'll share it. Like, it's the kind of story that sometimes I think about by myself. And so <laughs> <I think> about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I've talked it up and definitely won't be funny. Um, but I was I living in Fitzroy and I used to work at IMAX, and so it was a very close... Oh, all right, yeah. Across. I've been there. And I was running late for work, and I was like, oh, I've got to go. And went to leave the house, and it was pouring down with rain. Oh, yep. Oh, Yeah, like lots of people, around. yeah, walking um, past. So I walked like the 10 minutes or whatever to work. And then <laughs> when I got there, I like went to take my umbrella down and I realised it was just covered in like 20 snails. Because <laughs> 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 my umbrella had been outside just for God knows how long. And oh, I, just, no. I just laughed thinking like to all these people that I walked past, I just would have been like this weird crazy snail lady. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, be free, little snails. Oh, no. <laughs> After carrying them on a journey. Yeah. Must have been an incredible sight, Ellie. So was it like each end, <laughs> there was like a snail? It like, was like, so when I opened it, like yeah. on the um, outside of the umbrella, oh, yeah, on the there was top. like on the top, it was like 20 snails. <laughs> so I was like carrying all these snails for a, for a ride on the <laughs> umbrella. Like not on the stick, on like the... Of yeah. it. So I couldn't really see when I had it on, when yeah. I had it up because it was on the other side. All right. Yeah. I mean, I laughed, so I'm sure <laughs> my audience will laugh. So. <laughs> uh, great story. Yeah. Next one's a bit more academic. Um, mm. I love my books and movies. Yeah. So any recommendations for one or the other? Books or movies. Or both, or possibly, both. yeah. Um, any recommendations for one or the other? Books or movies. Or both, or possibly, both. yeah. Um, well, I had one before and then I just forgot. <laughs> That's right. Classics. Classics. Just kidding. Um, no stress. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a very good recommendation. Oh, you can pick one out of a like. Oh, one oh, out of all of them. The Def books or the movies, like. Definitely the books. Books, yeah. The, the books movies only movies. exist because 
Of the books. Of the books. <laughs> and you only watch, you're, they're only good because they make you think of the books. Um, but yeah, I know it's embarrassing to say, but Harry Potter is still my favourite book. That's favorite right. Favorite series. It's one of my favorites. So. And I think the third one, Prisoner of Azkaban, Ooh. with Sirius Black. Hard to go past. Yeah, that's when like the series starts getting a bit darker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It grows up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's good because I was sort of the same age as Harry when the books were. Oh out, right, so yeah. It was like, you really felt like you were at Hogwarts when you were reading them. Yeah, I wanted to quickly touch on that. So like, I guess when the movies started coming out, yeah, you were like, what, in your Teenage years or yeah, like so the first one? Because the movies were a little bit after the books, weren't they? Yeah. They must have been in, yeah, teenage years. They're still in school and stuff, I guess. Um, but yeah, still, still felt very relevant. Yeah, but you guys like went to the cinemas to watch it, right? And yeah, like yeah, us. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. Like this like old vintage movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we never got to like experience it like firsthand, yeah. like because you're fully immersed when you're at the cinema, totally. so it's and different. And a film like that where it's all about you know the visual world that they've mm. created, it's all been so pretty in the cinema. It's not as good just that way. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to watch a few back now since we mentioned it. Yeah, like you gotta totally. have to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Um, quick hands now, so five quick questions. Um, pineapple and pizza, yes or no? Hundred percent, yes. Hundred percent. <laughs> I think Greg said the t- same yeah. thing. So that's <laughs> 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 oh, good. Um, w- at school, were you an English or maths person? English. English. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite celebrity? Ooh, favorite celebrity. Um, let's go with Jai Hindley because he just won the Giro. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your favorite place to visit in the world? Is that that's pretty obvious? Let's say it will say Berlin. <laughs> Berlin. I don't know. I've been to other cool places, but. Do you want to list a few? Um, yes, Thailand. Oh, I'd love to go yeah. there. We went to Bangkok. It was um, so exciting, so awesome. And just the food in Thailand is like next level. Especially in Bangkok, there's all of these um, like markets and stuff like that. Oh, yep. Where you just go to the most unassuming kind of stores and you pay like very little money and you just get the best Tastes beautiful. noodles <laughs> you've ever had in your life. That's amazing. And with um, Thailand, because I go for Leicester, did you go there recently once they won the Premier League in 2016 or was it a bit before then? We went there in 2017. Oh, right. No, nothing about it. Yeah. I'm assuming you're talking about soccer. Yeah, soccer, yeah, yeah. You know all about it, haven't you? Oh, it's good. Um, Because, like, at the airports, they've got, like, all the merch selling there. Yeah, it's pretty massive because the owners are from there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> it's not quick hands up because of me. Um, lastly, what's your most used app on your phone? Ooh, most used app on my phone is Strava. Strava. Definitely Strava. <laughs> I love Strava. Yeah, I used to love it so much. Like um, every time someone gave kudos, like the notification would pop up, and you'd have yeah. to click on it. <laughs> yeah. So now I've disabled my notifications yeah, on it. The opposite, yeah. You're always comparing yourself to other people and you're always like, you know, it times you when you're doing it. It gives you a pace for an easy jog, which like marathons mm. sometimes is completely unnecessary. Yeah. But it's also <laughs> I love when people post photos of the long runs. Oh, true, yeah. It's always like the ones in the rain as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where, you know, we get our 
what's it called? You know, badges or badges of honor, yeah, like yeah, running yeah. in the rain, yeah. in heavy rain. And we've like done a few sessions in like the fun there as well, so mm. just shows that you know, like footy. <laughs> Some kids wouldn't go to footy for training, but running is a different story. You go no matter what the weather is. Yeah, yeah. totally, hundred percent. That's oh, what cross country is all about. Exactly right. Yeah. It's more fun to with the mud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, the other day, Ellie, the dibs cross country. Oh yeah. I was wearing I flats in the oh, mud. Was like incredibly tough to you know run across. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. Did you slip over? Um, well, yeah, luckily second, I didn't second. second, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Regionals in a week, so oh, that's awesome. Good on you, Jerry. Yeah, I remember my goal when I first met you guys was mm. to make states, and this is a stepping stone. So yeah, top twelve in states, and very. Yeah. You know, you have been training so consistently over the past year or so, um, and it's been really exciting to watch your progress and watch those times come down. <laughs> A lot, lot more to give, well. yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been fun. And I honestly can't believe it's been like a year. Yeah. Like at Melbourne Uni, like for you, time flies. All of us, just like, yeah. and to see like the coaches, you know, the, everyone just like get better at running as well, and you know, <laughs> have fun at the climb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's great. Um, this one's always, you know, interesting. So, what's the best piece of advice someone has ever given you, Ellie? Ooh, the best piece of advice someone's ever given me. Um, running related? Could or be. Or just life related? Life let's related. Let's go yeah. running related. Go running? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the best piece of advice... Actually, I'll tell you what the best piece of advice I've been given. It was listening to another podcast, Ooh. not to mention different podcasts. I mean, you can, but <laughs> that's right. It Inside running? On, um, uh, what's Zach's podcast? Better with running. Better with yeah, running. yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And he was interviewing um, an athlete called Sophie Fit, mm. who has also, she's just had a kid. I listened to that podcast, oh, I yeah, think, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, Jack Malawish, who you've had on the podcast as well, he recommended it to me. Um, and it was awesome. Like, Sophie had this just fantastic insight um, into what it's like to be pregnant while you're training and mm. um, also coming back from training after giving birth um, and one of her pieces of advice was just to remember and I think this is applicable to everyone in running like to remember that you've got time mm. and to not not I to get caught that, up yeah. in the um, in this kind of imagined idea that you've got to get back as soon as you can and you can't wait and um, yeah and just you know you've got time you've got to give your body like time that it needs there's no point in rushing it and i think that was really good advice i think that's for everyone like returning from injury mm. you sort of get this like anxiety that you've got to do it as quick as <laughs> you can and that often can have the reverse effect the repercussions you, yeah, yeah you go back too soon and then it exacerbates the injury um so yeah you've got time <laughs> that's the advice i read this book the other a few weeks ago about kobe bryant his life mm. um and he was always an overtrainer, so oh like wow. towards the end of his career, yeah. he started getting like the ruptured Achilles and all that yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was doing workouts at three AM and all oh that. My yeah, so he was like the complete opposite. Yeah. But yeah, it just shows that um, I guess the lesson for me is to treat your body how you treat like your best friend or something. Yeah, yeah it's so true. Amazing. Yeah, that's a really good way of thinking of it, and because it's easy to because it's yourself to kind of go so hard, go so and, hard yeah, and it's like. 
I'm not sure if I should do the run or not do the run. I'll say, what advice would I give one of my friends? At this one of your athletes. <laughs> yeah, or an athlete. And the answer is always be conservative. Mm. You know, have a rest when you need it. You've got time. You've got time. You've got time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And what's next for you in 2022 and beyond? What are your top three goals? Top three goals. Well, top, uh, there's one big goal. <laughs> Let's have a healthy, beautiful baby in October. Um, and then, yeah, just embrace what I assume is going to be an absolutely wild ride <laughs> with very little sleep, yeah. lots of nappies. Um, yeah, so I'm all of, we'll just put those three goals into that one goal. I <laughs> That's uh, yeah, kind of all-consuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's going to be great. Very excited for you both. Yeah, um, should be incredible. Got to get the Melbourne Uni. I'll oh, get the Jez and Friends merch too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to make like a little baby I've one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a Jez and Friends top. Yeah. I meant to wear it today, but I forgot. I forgot mine as well. That's all yeah. right. We both <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. Ellie, I'm extremely grateful for the chat. And obviously, I wish you all the best for your pregnancy and, um, and your running journey as well. And we'll obviously see each other i'm probably not running crude farm but so i'll yeah. see you in the ekidin yes yes awesome. yes yeah. yeah thanks so much it's been fun to be on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for all the answers that i forgot but um no yeah, you did incredibly really well and also just thanks for being part of the club and f- and for being such um a great runner a great trainer but also just a really great personality to have around i think you contribute a lot to the culture and I look forward to you being at the club forever. (laughs) 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 No, no, I'm always loyal. Thanks so much, Ellie.